Discover College Soccer podcast is sponsored by VO. VO is the number one AI camera solution helping players capture college recruitment videos. Check out their new starter and family options by clicking on the link in the description or visit Discover College Soccer to learn more. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Discover College Soccer. Today we have a first in the Discover College Soccer landscape. I am interviewing the same coach for a second time, but he's at a different school. So welcome, Coach Dustin, again. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for being here. So uh, friends of the pod, our our devoted listeners probably might recognize your name from about six months or so ago, February, March timeframe, 2023. Uh, You were over at Allegheny uh, in Maryland, and now you've moved over to Frederick. uh, And we're talking here September 1. You guys have started your season. Congratulations haven't lost in your first two so that's a good good start at a new program huh yeah so far so good um one oh and one so would obviously like to be two and oh but i will take it we'll take it all right well good stuff well so i'm not gonna you know again folks who've listened to this pod know kind of my my cadence and the questions that, that are coming because we try to get a nice apples to apples comparison of of program to program, but a lot of the stuff that would be uh, in my normal interview, we've already discussed. So I'm going to link to that other interview for people who want to hear that, but let's focus a little bit on, on the transition, right? So when did you, uh, when did, when did you officially start at Frederick? Yes. Yeah, so I got hired May 8th um, was the official start date. Um, we wrapped up our spring season I believe April 16th, maybe, uh, with Allegheny. Um, and then it actually all kind of then went and all fell in place there between middle of April and beginning of May. It all just kind of happened really, really quick, um, which was kind of unfortunate because at that time, you know, the guys were finishing up their, their classes and leaving. So it, um, didn't get to do the whole formal goodbye in person like I would have liked to do. So that regard was a little unfortunate. Um, but yeah, it, like I said, when we when we talked in in February, it never I never would have expected it to happen like as quickly as as how it went. But yeah, so very very quick turnaround there. Okay, so you take over uh, early May. I mean, you only have three months before the season starts. So what was your approach in terms of, of recruiting and, and, you know, what all have you done in the last three months to really, you know, make sure you have a roster that that's ready to compete, that, that you're already competing in and, and kind of what did that look like? Yeah. So whenever I first came on board, um, so the previous coach had actually um, left uh, November of 22. So the assistant from last fall had kind of been running things, but wasn't really doing much recruiting because he's finishing up his master's program. Um, so he didn't really have the time to do much recruiting, um, working with a local club. So he had a had a few tie-ins with them. Uh, so he he gave me some names of some locals that I should reach out to, but didn't really, you know, have too much uh, like in roads of, all right, I've kind of got these guys pinned down and here you go. Uh, So it was basically start from scratch. Um, So with that, you know, reached out to all the guys that um, obviously were 
planning on going to Allegheny and was like, you know, I recruited you to play for me at Allegheny. If you want to play for me at Frederick, that offer is there. Um, that's up to you. Um, I'm not going to try to steal you from there. At that time, I expected um, Allegheny to just keep my assistant um, and then eventually just name him the head coach. So I kind of told him, like, you know, I'm not going to try to take anyone from Allegheny. Like, it's – I want you to be able to keep yeah. that team intact and everything. Um, since we kind of built that program, like, and it just kind of rolls over and is what it is, right? So um, I sent them the offer just so it was like, you know, if you're planning on playing for me, then you still have the op option to play for me, right? So um, I think four of those guys – came to Frederick. Um, a few of the local high schools just reached out to them. Thankfully in May, still some of them for whatever reason had not committed anywhere. So that worked out pretty well. Uh, one of the local clubs, um, their head coach for the U18 team, which he's actually the ODP coach of the Maryland U17 team as well. He was the FCC um, head coach, uh, two coaches before me. So kind of have that tie in now. Um, so I was able to get a few of their guys, which was helpful. Uh, so it's really just been reaching out to a bunch of local guys, reaching out to a lot of guys who, you know, have talent, but weren't in the local, like didn't commit anywhere for whatever reason. And then uh, reaching out to a lot of locals who are playing in like Sunday leagues, seven v seven leagues that for whatever reason, never went to college. So 21, 22 year olds who, you know, now they're thinking, yeah, maybe now I kind of want to go and look at, you know, like our welding programs or our business trades and stuff like that and kind of approach them that way um, to kind of get them, you know, in, in the college door now at an older age. So have a few of those guys now on the roster, which with that comes a little bit more life experience, which I mean, as I've aged, I've gotten better at soccer, not because my ability has gotten better, but just, you know, my mind has gotten better and I've been able to slow the game down. So I've seen that with them as well, you know, just being removed from their pace may have slowed down a little bit in some areas, but the, the IQ has kind of picked up some more, which has been helpful with, them being able now to aid with the uh, 17, 18, 19 year olds. I think that's, I think two really important points there, in my opinion. One is that just because you're a couple years removed from high school doesn't mean that you still can't play college soccer. You know, the, exactly. the, the, the junior college route is still an option, even if you are 20, 21, 22, uh, and, and can get a trade degree for almost nothing. I mean, I think it's a great option. And then secondly, uh, you know, I try to tell people this all the time is people develop at different speeds and, and you, you, you may not be as physically fit as you were when you were 18, but man, you know, the game better and, and, you know, everybody develops at a different speed. So I think it's just, just two excellent points there. But uh, so, I mean, I'm looking at your roster, you look pretty packed solid, man. That, that that's impressive. You got a lot of guys out there. That's uh and at the junior college level, it's always needed because uh, you're turning over the roster twice as fast as, as a four-year school. So um, what it, 
do you see any differences in how you will approach recruiting while at Frederick versus Allegheny? I mean, I think you told me they're even in the same conference, right? <laughs> yeah, same league, same everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, Maryland Soccerplex is still going to be the go-to spot um, now. I mean, obviously, it's a lot closer yeah. to me, um, which will be nice. Um, we're an hour outside of Baltimore, hour outside outside of D.C., so that's that's great. Um, I, I very rarely get to high school games. Um, usually I, I don't just being, being honest, I, I very rarely recruit high school just because one, it's in the same season as our season, um, for, for Maryland, Pennsylvania, we, we play at the same time. Um, and then we're training when they have games or, or whatever, you know, so it's, it's difficult to get out there. Um, but Frederick County actually produced both the single A and triple A state champion of Maryland last year for high school soccer. So I'm going to attempt to make an effort to get out to at least a few high school games this, this fall to um, see what's, what's out there. Um, and then, like I said, now, you know, now that we've kind of gotten our feet wet with the, the Sunday leagues and the Wednesday night leagues and stuff like that, trying to get a little more involved with them. Um, but keeping a, keeping an eye out and an ear out with, uh, you know, outside resources and outside recruiters as well. We don't have dorms here. Uh, that was one positive with Allegheny that I, I don't have here, but um, our tuition here, um, once we get you situated off campus, our tuition here after 90 days, you can get in county um, once you get established. So that's beneficial, obviously, um, to, to get your tuition costs down. But um, it's just a matter of finding you off-campus housing, right? So and that kind of opens up the door for anyone really across the U.S. You just got to find them. So, yeah. Well, at least you'll be able to tap into the spring high school season in Virginia and, and you're pretty close exactly. there in Frederick. But what about uh, international players? I noticed a couple on the roster, but did, does FCC look at internationals differently at all or how does that work there? So it's kind of the kind of the same, but a little bit different because of not having dorms. So obviously they need to they need to be able to find a place of residence before ever getting here hmm. um so that that makes it a little bit challenging just because you know they they need to be able to get up here and kind of find a place before they're ever able to fully enroll um and then i mean kind of the same process with needing to be able to prove that they are able to financially afford it being able to find a sponsor for it and everything um so that's a little bit of a challenge the two that are on our roster this year um the one actually uh, his family actually lives in the area. So he, he graduated from Frederick high school. Okay. And then his, the other one, the one that's from Peru, he actually moved up here after COVID. So like the COVID pandemic in 2021, 2022. So yeah. he's been established here now for a little bit too. So, okay. Well, how do, uh, what's kind of the overall financial aid picture and, and cost of attendance? Are you guys, able to give athletic scholarships? What does that whole thing look like? Yeah, so a uh, little bit of athletic scholarship where NJCA D2. Um, so like we mentioned on 
my last interview, um, same breakdown, D1, D2 can offer uh, athletic scholarships. So we have a small stipend athletically. Um, but like I said, if you're a if you're a US kid or you can come to school without being on an F1 visa, um, so you're not here as an actual international student. So once you get established um, within Frederick County, you'll get in-county tuition. So for like 12 credits, which is your minimum you'd need to do, you would be looking at just under uh, just under two grand for the 12 credits per semester. So you'd be looking at roughly, if you do 15, you'd be looking at roughly maybe, you know, six grand a year on tuition. So then you just need to factor in, you know, apartment, which more likely than not, we're going to put you with a roommate or two from the team, um, trying to get it to where this year out of, out of area guys, just because of getting the job so late out of area guys are kind of limited on um, next year, I expect to have a few additional ones. So I'd like to kind of have where we have four living together um, to put those costs down, but Realistically, um, your first year, if you come from out of state, you might be looking at, you know, 12,000 in total. Um, and then year two, you, I'd be surprised if you hit 10 grand in total for everything. Okay. So not too bad. Well, let's talk about the school itself uh, a little bit more. Obviously, there's people out there who don't know Frederick, Maryland, uh, you know, haven't been there, uh, which it's a great little town. Um but what what kind of drew you to the school to, to make the move? What are some of the, the things you found out that uh, about the school that you really enjoy? Yeah, so, I mean, one, I actually lived closer to Frederick than I did to Allegheny um, or Cumberland, Maryland. But um, so that was kind of an initial draw. Um, my commute time was about half or is about half of what it would have been or was. Um, and then the the overall population is about double. And then, like I said, like high school soccer alone, um, Frederick County's kind of, you know, produced the 3A and the single A um, state champion last year. The single A state champion, um, Brunswick High, has kind of been the dominant single A school now for the last few years. So knowing that, you know, the, the county's been kind of, you know, top tier now for, for a few years is obviously a draw in that regard. Um, Frederick County as a whole is one of the fastest growing counties in the state of Maryland. Um, Frederick itself as a city is one of the fastest growing cities in Maryland. Um, and then obviously, like I said, the being an hour outside of Baltimore and an hour outside of D.C., you're kind of, you know, you get all the those that, that want to just do the commute in to either city. Um, you get those those families, so that's kind of a a good appeal, um, just because you you get kind of a little bit of everything in that regard. Um, and then you're you're much easier for families from out of the area that want to come and visit. Um, it's a much easier commute for them to come and visit um, their the. Uh, they fly into BWI and it's, you know, 
45 minutes if they're not hitting traffic to, to get to campus, right? So that makes it pretty easy. Um, as far as the school itself, just going there and, and kind of seeing like the vision that was laid out to me um, from the athletic director and then speaking with the, the vice president after that, um, everyone kind of seems to be on the same page with how they how they view what they want out of athletics, how they view what they want um, from the student body, the community itself, and just kind of like reaching out and becoming more, um, which was a draw um, and trying to, you know, continue to build and, and become better. Um, just, you know, since, since May being there, you know, we've already, we just installed a, a new, uh, I don't know, it's like a 12 person cold tub yesterday morning that got installed, which looks very nice with all of its, you know, FCC branding and everything all over it. Right. So that's nice. They're trying to make everything as, you know, fully functioning and like branded as we can. We've had outside, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, outside parties basically come in to try and like, just kind of do like a synopsis on us as coaching staff, us as an athletic department to try and see what we can do as a department to kind of get to that next level as a program. Um, comparing us with the others across Maryland JUCO, across Region 20, but then also nationally to try to see you know, how do we become the premier JUCO destination, you know, not just, you know, for Maryland, but we want to be the, that school for, you know, the East coast and then the nation. Right. So what does that look like? Right. So we all, as individual coaches, we all have our ideas of what we think our sport needs. Right. But um, bringing in an outside source that kind of has dealt with all these other schools and they may have something that we don't even know exists right so then kind of hearing what they have and what is actually out there as an option and it's like okay that's that's kind of cool so we're supposed to get those reports back here in the next couple months and then we'll see where where that leads but um yeah i mean it's just hearing everybody's vision and then the resources that they they plan on throwing at everything it's just it's intriguing, you know, so. Awesome. Well, speaking of resources, why don't you give us a little bit more on on your staff and the other support staff that, that are there to help the team beside yourself? Yeah, so it's myself, um, and then I have two assistant coaches that are both paid. Um, my assistant from Allegheny, he was able to come over. Um, so I have him. I brought in an assistant from um, – he's uh, – he was a club coach and then I brought him in um, the assistant that was on, on the staff last year, he was originally going to be on our staff this fall as well. And then uh, he's doing his master's program through Mount St. Mary, which is where he actually played as a goalkeeper. And then they decided um, like a week before the season that they were just going to make him their graduate assistant. So they took him from me the week before, which kind of stung a little bit, but, um, he, he even, he calls me and he's like, uh, I don't think I can turn this down. And I was like, I think I'd, I think I'd be mad at you if you did turn it down. Cause, uh, that's a pretty good opportunity. So yeah, take it. Right. So, Absolutely. Um, 
So I was I was happy for him, but I mean that opened up the opportunity then to you know have the have the other two give them a little bit more responsibilities as well, which is good. Um, we have an athletic trainer. Um, we're trying to add a second athletic trainer because right now we only have one across the board for all sports. Um, so we're trying to bring in an additional athletic trainer um, that'll be full time. Um, that way, then we can try to split them to have. Um, so in the fall, we have women's soccer, men's soccer, and then we also have volleyball playing at the same time. So ideally we'll have one trainer dedicated to just soccer and then one trainer that's dedicated to volleyball. And then in the winter, it'll be basketball. So one will be women's, one will be men's. And then in uh, spring, it'll be baseball, softball. So. Okay. Awesome. Well, I, I appreciate your, your time and, and, letting us in behind the curtain about the new program. Any, any last words, anything else you want to make sure folks know uh, about Frederick community college or the college soccer process? I'll give you the last word. And I appreciate it. Um, Yeah. Just like we, like we mentioned earlier, you know, it's, it's never too late to, uh, to try to chase the college soccer dream. Um, If, if uh, the door doesn't necessarily open right out of high school, you know, don't, don't be alarmed. Right. So, uh, don't give up. Right. Uh, reach out to whomever your JUCOs, your, your D3s, your D2s don't, don't give up on the dream and, uh, just keep chasing it. Right. So awesome. that's a lot. Well, coach wish you the best of luck in this first full season so far. So good. So keep it up and, uh, we'll check back with you later and see how things go. All right. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hi, everybody. It's Matt from Discover College Soccer. I hope you're enjoying the podcast, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. I also wanted to let you know about the Discover College Soccer Study Table. This is our brand new online portal that is complete with a 14-part online course giving you all of the ins and outs of the college soccer recruiting process. There's also a wealth of resources such as checklists, templates. There's the spreadsheets that have every soccer program in the country along with their coaches their contact information their social media information uh, some basic stats about the school and more plus there's an online community where you can ask your questions share your wins your losses any questions that you may have around the college soccer recruiting process it's all there at the discover college soccer study table that you can find at discovercollegesoccer.com study table and hopefully we will see you there